Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. So my last 24 hours of my life have been consumed with coach of the year stuff because of Nick Sirianni, people feeling like he got snubbed from it. We talked about Maxi six man, and we talk so much about Joel and MVP. At what point do you think, and this sounds crazy because I bet a lot of fans would want him fired still, but is, could doc enter the coach of the year discussion? Because what I hear you saying, but hold on, hold on. What, what, what I hear you saying <laughs> is, a team, is a team where everybody's bought into their role. They could get the one seat potentially, they have survived a bunch of injuries. He talked Maxi, or however it happened, into being a six-man. Everybody's gelling. People are making sacrifices. To me, that sounds like an extremely well-coached team and a tough situation that has been navigated well to put them into where they are. So, I, I mean, is it crazy, or, or do you – look? I don't. I think the bar, the bar they'd have to clear like, – I, I think they'd have to win maybe like 60 games for, for Doc to get into uh, – which is, I guess, not theoretically impossible, but would be very, right. very difficult. Um, that That's an award that tends to go to, it's either the coach of the quote-unquote best team in a lot of cases, or it's somebody who overachieved with a young team. I, I think probably the runaway favorite in my mind, I don't know if the betting odds line up with this, is Mike Brown in Sacramento, because they've mm-hmm. been such a downtrodden franchise for so long, and now they look they're I believe they're third in the Western Conference. So, you know, so that's a basically, huge basically Brian Dable is what you're saying. Yeah, it, so that's a big <laughs> jump. I actually I want to just make a quick point on Sirianni while you actually brought it. it up. Go for it. I find the fact that you know so many people spent the second half of this season saying Jalen Hurts is a system quarterback and blah blah blah. Well, if that's true, if you mm. believe that, then you have to give credit to the guy who made the system. Then yeah. Nick Sirianni is clearly the coach of the year. Like, And it's not even close. If Jalen Hurts played at an MVP level, which he did all season, and you believe that's a product of what's around him, the person who gets the credit is the person who created that structure. So either you have to... Th- think Jalen Hurts and I don't I think you have to think both I think Hurts was a legitimate MVP candidate and Sirianni deserves coach of the year consideration but you cannot trot out the system QB thing and then not give Sirianni his proper credit so I I thought that was a ridiculous dynamic and that yeah well look I might steal that point from you and use it on the radio because it's a Go good right ahead. point. Yeah. But um, the other thing that I, since we're down this this path, and we could tie it to Joel and Doc in, in a way, but there's this thing with Jalen. And look, Jalen is a very hard worker. He deserves everything he's getting. Like when he gets that huge deal, he will have flat out earned it. Carson Wentz, the second he was drafted number two overall, had to lose that deal. Like the deal was always coming. He had to play poor enough to not get it. Jalen, when he was drafted, had to earn it, right? 
But I think because we always view Jalen as he works so hard, he's so motivated, this guy's so special, sometimes we don't give credit to the people around him. I mean, if you want to talk about Sirianni, Jalen was a late second round pick. He was benched in college because he couldn't throw the ball. And Sirianni, look, Jalen deserves credit again. But Sirianni's been the head coach that's taken him from essentially a wildcat quarterback, which he should have never been, but that's what he was when Sirianni got him. And he's turned him into an MVP candidate, right? So to your point about the system thing, we can't ignore the fact that, A, the Eagles far overachieved this year. But the fact that he turned Jalen into what he is, is an incredible coaching job. And to tie it back for, to, to Doc, I think often about what you said, where Embiid's been his best under Doc. Like, we can hate on Doc all we want. And, you know, Joel, I think he got him at the right time of his career and all those things. But the bottom line is, like, great players – often are correlated with great head coaches because they let them do their thing. They put them in the right situations to your point about quote unquote system. Like I think it's a, it's kind of a dumb thing to say because all quarterbacks are system quarterbacks to, to a certain extent, but Nick has put Jalen in a situation to it to succeed. And for whatever we want to say about doc and his handling the backup center and like challenges and timeouts, Joel has been awesome under doc. And I, you know, I think that, that he gets, he deserves some credit for that. Well, and it gets forgotten a little bit now, but when Doc got here, on top of the set and the structure where, hey, Joel, you're you're the guy and everything mm -hmm. else is going to be tailored through you. I think people forget, too, that there were some, obviously, we were not privy to these conversations as they happened. But we found out later, Doc comes in and he essentially tells Joel, if you're not in the best shape that you can possibly be in, you're, this is bullshit. Like mm -hmm. you set the standard for this organization and you need to take that seriously as a leader. Like we know how talented you are and we know that you can show up and maybe give 75% effort and still score 30 points against a lot of teams in this league. But yeah. if you want to be an MVP type player, the a, a leader who can win championships, you have to start with all the other stuff with being prepared for these games. Like, you could never question Joel's love for basketball. He watches more games than probably anybody on the team. He mm -hmm. actually holds up post-game media availability so he can oh. watch more basketball in the locker room, which is great. He's He loves the game. He loves the craft, all that. And he has worked very hard throughout his career. But it's there are levels of commitment among stars, right? Like LeBron James is as good as he is this deep into his 30s. Because of his talent, yes. Mm -hmm. Because he's been on other good teams, yes. But also because that guy spends seven figures on his body every year on what goes into it, what workouts he does, what he's doing with trainers, so on and so forth. The equipment that he has in his home so that yeah. he gets the proper rest and relaxation. And all those are things that I think Joel has understood more that were – Doc didn't come in and say, hey, here's your training regimen or whatever it is. But he sent a Louie. I know that's a very exciting uh, training regimen. So Doc came in and he told Joel, what you've done up to this point is good, but it's not good enough. And so yeah. that's a, a very powerful thing to have a, a coach come in and tell you. And to Joel's credit, as you're saying, it, credit goes all around. He has risen to that challenge and he's been the, the guy for the most part. Certainly he's had some down moments, but the guy that they've needed him to be 
as the leader of the organization. Well, and that is one benefit. And I kind of sometimes wish he would do this more, especially with PJ. But that is one benefit of having Doc is it takes somebody of a certain stature and a certain level of accomplishment to sit Joel down when you're first hired and be like, yo, you better get in shape, right? Like a rookie head coach can say that he would do that. You could act like it. But to have that level of sway to sit the franchise down and say that, and again, to convince Toby to change his game, I think, you know, Harden, I think is just healthier now. It's probably more a result of that than a result of anything Doc's done. But Maxi coming off the bench, like, I just, um, and this seems like a common theme uh, amongst this pod, but I just sometimes think Doc doesn't get doesn't get the credit he deserves. And watching everyone complain about Nick not get it, I don't know. I think like for a fan base that says they love to support their own, maybe it's time Doc gets a little more uh, support in the city for uh, for for what he's done. So and and even Harden, Harden has been a more willing catch and shoot guy Good recently point. too. Like yep. that's a, and a lot of that is just James is getting open shots and he'd look like a crazy person if he wasn't taking them mm-hmm. but that's certainly a message that comes from the coaching staff and it comes from joel like hey man i'm in the post getting doubled the ball's gonna swing to you you're gonna get opportunities you gotta let those go so that's an evolution that we've seen from james that on top of the, the physical burst and all the stuff that you give credit to james for, there are certainly some examples we can point to of, all right that's probably something that the coaching staff has been in his ear about and he's been receptive